You're listening to Kick-Ass Radio for Kick-Ass People, the show where we interview awesome people who have achieved tremendous success in their lives. Our guests will share with you their story and five tips you can implement for living your kick-ass life. Now for our host, Christopher Rouch. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's my life, and you are here with us at the Kick-Ass Radio Show, your place for motivation, inspiration, and education. I am your host, Christopher Rausch. want to welcome you all to our show tonight. We are broadcasting live from our studios here in sunny Southern California, and we hope that you had an awesome Mother's Day yesterday for all the mothers out there. Um, just want to give a big shout-out to you guys. Uh, I posted a video yesterday to all the single moms out there because I know... Uh, from my own experience, what it was like to have a single mom. So to the single moms out there, a big shout out to you guys. Keep it rocking. Keep those memories coming for your kids. Uh, but we are here to talk about what it takes to have an unstoppable attitude for personal and professional success. And we're here every single Monday night here at 6 p.m. live Pacific Standard Time. And what we do is we bring you a guest every single week that shares five kick-ass tips that you can begin using immediately in your life, whether it's for personal or professional success. That is the goal. We give you a hell of a lot more than that, but we just really focus on those five tips because we want you to start taking action immediately. That's what having a kick-ass life is about is it's not waiting until tomorrow, waiting for the perfect time. It's about taking action now and actually doing something with your life. I hand-select these guests because they come on here and they share uh, their experiences. Uh, we've had some amazing guests. We've had New York Times best-selling authors on here. We've had uh, inspirational people. We've had uh, coaches. We've had actors. We've had all. We have the gamut. I mean, that's that's the thing that's cool about this show. We are uh, we're on show number 113 right now. So you think about five tips times 112 shows. That are that's a lot of tips. And uh, some people are actually surprised because they know the show airs live, but afterwards it goes to podcast. So if you are unable to, to catch every single show or you want to go back and check out these shows, I really encourage you to go do that. And the best way to do it is to go over to my website. It's ChristopherRausch.com. R-A-U-S-C-H is the last name, ChristopherRausch.com. Go over to the radio show tab and you will see halfway down a link to iTunes and all the podcasts are there. Uh, so go back there and check them out. And if you like the show, you know, leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Um, but again, you know, during this show, I want you guys to make sure, unless you're driving a car, is have pen and paper and take some notes because what I want you to do afterwards is just put a couple of things into play. You don't have to put all five tips into play, but just start taking action because here's what happens. You take a little bit of action, you get a little bit of confidence. You take a little bit more action, you get a little bit more confidence. And then before you know it, you're like rocking and rolling, and you're unstoppable. And that's why we're here every single week. That's why we've been here for 112 shows, is for you to have that kick-ass, unstoppable life. And speaking of guests, last week we had uh, a good friend of mine, Marianne Amen. I hope you got a chance to catch that show. Uh, Marianne is a tremendous life coach, and she's a, she's a great friend of mine. And we just talked about life and in, in spirituality. We talked about a lot of different things. But, you know, at the end of the day, we talked about not giving up on yourself. And I think a lot of people out there give up on themselves way too soon. Uh, they put themselves second or third compared to other people. Um, we talked about, you know, just becoming aware of your possibilities. You know, so, so many of us think that there's no possibility. Like, oh, that'll never happen. But when you use the word perhaps, you know, like perhaps if I got a coach, I would be able to do this. Perhaps if I Googled and YouTubed whatever it is that I'm, I'm frustrated with, maybe I'll get smarter about it. Perhaps if I talk to a professional, you know, something will happen. Use the word, word perhaps because that's really a, a very influential word in your mind. And you've got to be careful about the words you say to yourself because that's super, super important. Um, so, yeah, uh, if you guys like to call into the show tonight – 
Um, just give you the phone number out loud right now before I forget, because half the time I <laughs> I do. Uh, the number is 646-378-1582. Again, that's 646-378-1582 if you'd like to call in and speak with either myself or my guest. And speaking of my guest, uh, again, another friend. This is really cool. Uh, I, I, have, I have amazing friends all throughout the uh, the world. And uh, my friend tonight, Dr. Linda Marquez, is uh, an author, speaker, fitness trainer, chiropractic doctor, and she's a wellness advocate. And uh, she's got over 30 years of experience in the health and fitness field. She's been my personal um, nutritional coach uh, for quite some time. She's given me amazing advice. Um, and what she does is she helps transform people in their lives by using health as a foundation. And she equips them with the tools to transform themselves so they can thrive in every area of their life. Uh, it's, um, it's my honor to, uh, to welcome to the Kick-Ass Radio Show, Dr. Linda Marquez. Dr. Linda, are you there with us tonight? Hey, Chris. Yes, I'm here. I'm excited to be on your show. Awesome, sweetheart. I thank you. I thank you so much for being on here. It's been a long, long, long overdue. Uh, um, so did you have a good Mother's Day? I did. I did. And just thank you for just giving a shout out to those single moms because at one time I was a single mom and, man, it's a tough job. And so, you know, those moms out there, man, we're the shakers and the movers of the world. So, yeah, my Mother's Day was amazing. I'm I'm blessed to still have my mom around. So it was it was pretty awesome. Yeah, very, very grateful for that. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I'm glad you got taken care of. I feel bad. I feel bad. I had a few moms on Facebook posting that their their Mother's Day was not going so well, whether they were separated from their kids or having issues and not talking with them. Um, I know that there was one Mother's Day I didn't talk to my mom, and I and I felt bad. Um, we had a falling out at that particular point, and uh, and I felt bad. Now that she's gone, four years she's been dead. Um, you know, I miss her all the time, but uh, you know, they're always around us. I mean, for those of you out there who have lost your mom and you spent yesterday thinking about that, um, I always believe they're around us in presence, and uh, and that's why if your mom is still alive, you know, don't don't let things go away, and don't don't uh, don't don't let that bullshit uh, drag you down. That's just my little side note on that. But Dr. Linda, I gave the world because uh, we are international. I gave the world a textbook kind of introduction of you. What I would like for you to do is just share with uh, with our audience, you know, what you're about, what your story is, and how you are such a kick-ass person. <laughs> well, first of all, I just want to acknowledge you for the 112 shows with five tips. That's 560 tips. That's pretty cool. awesome. That's a book right there, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I it started is. doing the math there, and I'm like, wow. That's that's awesome. So you got to do something Thank with you. that. You probably are. I know you're a smart guy, so you're probably already doing something with all of that. But, oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know it's 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 kind of interesting. I, you know, I was born and raised in here in Southern California, and I kind of got into fitness. I wouldn't say by accident. You know, I've always used. I've always kind of been, uh, I guess, a coach in one way or another, but. Back when I was in the jack o lane days, I was probably about 12 years old. Somebody had made a negative comment about me. And I decided to, at that point, either I could have been that little turtle that just stuck its head in its shell and not do anything or actually do something about it. So someone just made a really not a very nice comment. So that kind of pushed me into, well, you know, maybe I need to go exercise and, and maybe I'll lose a little bit of this weight that I'm carrying around. And, you know, within a few, within probably within a month, I was out running, noticed a change in my body. And I always say back in the day, my mom 
was a member at Jacqueline's gym, and I started going to the gym, and, and it just my body just transformed, and I just fell in love with fitness at that time, and I knew... I knew then that I wanted to be in the health and fitness, um, you know, helping people with that and using that as a tool. And I have used that as a tool for my life as a foundation. And that's, you know, that's what I want to share with your audience today is how you can use health as a foundation, a strong foundation to propel in every single area of, of your life. And, you know, being, um, you know, here in, in Southern California, it's just like everything shows, right? It's like we, we have to be like beach beach body ready um, pretty much 10, 10 months out of the year, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We don't we don't get much of a winter. No, we can't. Well, I, I always say, well, I, I had a little winter coat on, so it's got to come off now because, you know, beach, beach um, attire is, is here now. So get rid of that winter winter coat right now and – um, it's just, it, you know, it's just the habits that we make on a on a daily basis. So um, it's really about making health a priority and making it a choice. You know, choosing to use that to, like I said, as a foundation to just grow in every other area in your life. You know, I was having this conversation with a with a person last week, and I said, you know. If your health is crappy, you're going to be crappy, and no one's going to want to be around you. No one's going to want to close a, a deal with you, and people are, aren't going to, you know, want to befriend you. So, doesn't it make sense that the, you know, how healthy you are and how you carry yourself is going to influence every aspect of your life? It's so true. And, it's so true. Yeah, and it's just like I tell them, well, health affects everything from, you know, how you're negotiating in, you know, the boardroom at work and also the bedroom, right? And gosh, if you're feeling <laughs> crappy and you're in a bad mood, it's just like you're going to have a little bit more challenge conveying your message at work and the same thing when you get home at night. So I've always looked at it as, you know, health is your wealth. And, I mean, you can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have your health, it's just like, it's just that trickles into every aspect of your life. And even your ability to just think and be creative and to make money. And people always say, well, if I had all the money, I'd do this. It's like, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> it's just like, get your, you know, get your body healthy. This is your vehicle for life. Get it as strong, as healthy as you can. And you'll be surprised how how creative you can be in all other um, areas of your life. So that's kind of the where I am, and I've and so I've been in the in the field for you know over thirty years. And I always tell people, yeah, when they see me, I started when I was two years old, so I yeah. look like I'm thirty two. <laughs> you do. You look amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's just You're been it's dog. been a passion, and, and and you know, we've known each other and. And I know I just, people always just, you know, give me that compliment. I said, you know, it's just been, it's good genes, but at the same time, I've taken the initiative to learn from a lot of the best doctors out there and start applying a lot of those different principles and customizing them for what works for me. So, you know, I want to be able to share that with you and a lot of, you know, your listeners, your audience, and, and your tribe here so that they can have that life that they want and just live, you know, life passionately, just love life and just, 
and just love, you know, I mean, live on purpose. I mean, that's what we're here for. And if, if we're not living that way, it's just like, why are we here? <laughs> exactly. No, I and, and I and I really I just want to say this for everybody out there. I'm you guys know me that have been uh obviously with me for a long time. You know that I don't I cut straight to the straight to the truth of things. So tonight I want to have just a very frank conversation with you um and and also the obviously you Dr. Linda and 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 the and the people out there. I I really want you guys to to listen to this because um as you guys know, I'm very passionate about health and fitness and and just taking care of yourself. Um, so I hope you guys are paying attention. Write stuff down. And, and Dr. Linda, you said you you talked about you were you were a kid and you were you were chubby. Um, how important is it, and when should we start educating our kids about health and nutrition? Because I know I've got some friends that are ballistic about it. I mean, their kids, you know, they can't have any sugar, they can't have any of this, they can't. Have, or I've got I've got people where their kids are very very overweight, and it, it's already stressing me out. And they're not even my kids. When's a good time to balance between being a kid and also being aware of nutrition? That's a great question, Chris. And having a, I have a 10-year-old, a 16-year-old, and a 19-year-old, and they they all are a little bit different. And they pretty much were raised on eating clean food and teaching, and me teaching them, and they've been out listening to me lecture, and they get it. And do they have their flex days if they go out to a party? Do I go all crazy about don't eat this and don't eat that? Um, I, I don't. I know that some parents do, unless it's a life or death situation, you know, like, for instance, um, you know, cancer. I mean, gosh, yeah, you want to keep your kid away from that because, you know, sugar is just, uh, it's like putting fire on the fuel when, or if, you know, fuel on the um, fire when, you know, anybody has cancer. So it just depends on the kid. And like, for instance, my 10-year-old this morning, she's like, Mom, I'm going to make a protein shake. Here's a 10-year-old making a protein shake. You know, it's, it's all plant-based and she packs her little lunch and and she's been taught that though. And she has her little flex days like yesterday was Mother's Day. So she has some gluten-free brownies. You know, she had more than one. But she's like, Mom, I'm going to eat clean the rest of the week. So, And she's about 10 years old, but she, she's pretty active. And then here I have a 19-year-old where she didn't eat, she didn't have, she didn't know what sugar was the first five years of her life. I mean, we were vegetarians at that time. So, and, and she, I mean, people made fun of us because, like, you're giving her a, a, a cake for her birthday and it's made out of fruit. And I'm like, well, she doesn't know the difference, you know. And now that she's 19, she's making her own decisions. And she's having some challenges because she knows better. And now her health is kind of, she's being challenged in some areas. So now she's going back to the basics of what mom taught her. So I think it's important as parents, yes, to give them the, the foundation, most of all, for us to live the example. If we live the example and they see us, they're going to follow us. If they choose to make choices that are not something we agree with, they most of the time they will go back to the basics of what they were taught. Does right. that make sense? 
<laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think I think they're like I, I like what you said about a flex day. I think that's important. I think some people get caught up in 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 eating. Oh, if I have to eat healthy, I'm never going to have a pizza again, or I'm never going to have a burger again, or I'm never going to, you know, I, I'm a you know me, I'm all about balance, and I think that's important. I think that you know if you if you stick to a plan six days of the week, and maybe one day you have something, or you stick to a plan a couple of weeks, and you you just you just got to you can't you can't deprive yourself, right? Exactly. Yeah, I'm not one to, you know, to deprive myself. Yeah, yesterday I had a, had a piece of a, a gluten-free brownie because, you know, I'm sensitive to gluten. And, I mean, I was fine. Everyone else had around the party had um, cheesecake. And it's just like it just didn't appeal for me because your taste buds change as well. So, you know, a lot of it's just like I know, like I said, bikini time's coming, so I kind of have a visual. It's just like, what do I want to look like? <laughs> so they say the party in my mouth for 30 seconds isn't worth the, you know, the all the the cellulite and the fat on my legs for the next two to three months. <laughs> right. It's not worth it. <laughs> so do you, are you always motivated? Are you always inspired? Or do you go through periods where you're like, you know, screw this. I'm tired of having to watch everything and measure everything and be perfect and set the example. Do you ever just get like in those moments where you're just like, yeah, forget it. Oh, absolutely. There's some days that I just don't, you know, it's like I want to go out and, eat some some french fries or i want to go to to in and out and you know do i do that i do not not too often and but because of the way it makes me feel i i look at it also as you know my body's a ferrari i want to put great gaps in there and as soon as i put any food that really doesn't agree with it you know uh-huh. it, it starts running a little bit slow so i go back to that memory and i'm like you know what man this just isn't worth it so then you just kind of, you're, you're training your brain, you're training your body in that way. Remember the last time you ate that and what happened to you? And you're like, no, yeah. we're not going there. <laughs> uh-huh. But, you know, just like you, yeah, yeah. You know, there's some days that it's just like, gosh, you know, right now I would love to you know, eat maybe a donut. I haven't eaten a donut in years, you know. If I do choose to eat something like that, I will look for the cleaner option. And there's so many options out there that it's it's really easy to still eat clean. It really is. It's not that hard. It's just retraining the mind. That's all it is and getting the right sources. Yeah, I mean, it's true. I mean, until I spent time with you, I didn't understand. I didn't know about grass-fed meat. I didn't know about farm-raised chicken and, and you know, organic vegetables. I, I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. That I mean, how can that make any difference? But, you know, there's no excuse. I tell people there's no excuse out there for not being educated because when you start looking at, okay, what's my food source? Okay, I like meat. Okay, what is the meat made of and, and how is it raised? And it, I didn't realize the importance of, of free-range chicken and, and all that stuff. And, and the more I understand about it, it's I mean, it's amazing. Um, talk to us about that, what the difference is between, you know, the grass-fed beef and the free-range chicken versus, uh, versus you know, everything else. <laughs> well, I always – I always tell our practice members here, and you notice I call them members. We don't call patients because we associate patients with with sick people in a hospital. So we call them members like a gym membership where people are going for health. So what we tell our members is if you choose to eat um, animals, and and we have a lot of that are, are vegetarians, we have some vegans, we have people that you know, want to eat meat, and, and everyone's a little bit different, so we customize the eating plan for them. But I always just tell them, remember, you are eating what it ate. 
So you ate what it ate. So if it ate and had um, antibiotics, it had growth hormones put in it, the animal product that you're eating, that's what you're getting. So look for animal products that have been um, humanely raised. So for instance, let's think about fish. You want to eat fish that are it's like wild-caught, farm-raised fish. That's like an oxymoron, <laughs> you know, a, a fish raised in a farm. And <laughs> it's like you want to look for the, the wild-caught fish. You know, salmon is probably one of my favorites just because of the omega-3s, and it's also anti-inflammatory. It's great for the brain. So, you know, for fish, you want to look more for the, the wild-caught fish, nothing that's farm-raised. You want to try to stay away from some of the scavengers, you know, the bottom feeders. And more, you want to look more for the white fish. You want to stay away from, like, you know, the shark because they're, I think they have more uh, mercury in them as well. So that's what how you're looking for fish. Now, as far as, like, chicken, I mean, really, chicken, you want to look for what does the chicken eat? Well, Nowadays, you want to make sure that they're roaming around and they're not cooped in, and you know, in a in a place that's like there's no light. They maybe see the sun for a couple hours of the day, and they're cooped in with all these other chickens. So you want to make sure that they're that they're wild and they're eating of the grass. And at least if they're not eating of the grass, you want to make sure that the vegetarian feed that they're giving them is of course, organic, and uh, most, of the, most of them are not getting organic, which is like corn and soy, are what, that's what most of the animals are fed now, and those are the number one and number two GMO um, foods out there that have been linked to a lot of the conditions from cancer, autoimmune conditions, learning disabilities, obesity, diabetes. So those are some of the choices you want to make like for, you know, for chicken. And then even like eggs, if you choose to eat eggs, you want to make sure that they're, they're pastured raised. And basically what that means, there's pastured raised and there's pastured finish. That means that they have been eating grass and they're, they're free range. And the same thing with beef as well, the grass-fed beef. Um, you want to say that they're grass-fed beef and it's um, pastured raised, pastured finish. So there's a lot of confusion with that out there with a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people just they don't know what to choose. You know, is it organic and what am I looking for? So those are some of the things that you want to look for when you, if you choose to eat animal products. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, it makes sense to me and because <laughs> I hired you and you taught me all that stuff. And, you yeah. know, and I, have the, I have the million-dollar question for all the guys out there. No, for you. Um, so the, the, the big debate, this is the big debate that's, that's carrying the world right now is all of these hormones are all of these hormones and all the things that have been fed to these animals. Is that what's causing these women to like develop at 10 years old? Absolutely. Yeah. No, no (laughs) doubt about that. Absolutely. It's crazy. It is. And, you know, being and and for me, um, you know, I'm Latin and, and especially in the Latin community, they eat a lot of chicken, and the number one food out there that um, is loaded with hormones is chicken, chicken breast. And it's just like, look at these young girls developing so quickly. Look at these young boys that have moods now, and we didn't have that back in the day growing up. 
So there's absolutely a link. I mean, you can't deny that. And it's being passed on to us. And actually, most of the antibiotics out there are being, uh, they're being sold to the farms for the animals. And then we're consuming it via the food. So it's affecting us as well. Right. But absolutely. And, and you mentioned... It, it is. I my my friend show, introduced me to his ten year old daughter, and that's why I asked the question. I was just like, after she left the room, I was like, ten? Are you kidding me? But you know, you mentioned you mentioned GMOs earlier, and I know there's you know Monsanto, and there's there's so much controversy about that. And as I understand it, the United States is the only country, or my, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, we're the only country that allows GMOs in our foods. Is that right? Because I know somebody was telling me about like England GMOs are banned, and they said even like Africa GMOs are banned or something like that. Talk to us about that. You think we're we're getting to a spot where they won't be allowed here? Oh, exactly, and, and um, actually. Um, Ethiopia, Monsanto was trying to give them some seeds so that they can stop, you know, starvation and the hunger problem that they had. They didn't even want it. They're like, we don't want any of your devil seeds. This is Ethiopia. They didn't have, they don't want anything to do with what Monsanto was offering them. It's like that's poison. Why would we want to poison our, you know, our our population here? And the bottom line is. I mean, it comes down to there's some pretty deep pockets that, um, you know, want to get too political, but it really comes down to that. It's just like, you know, there's some payoffs there in the government, and that's what the bottom line is. It's money. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we, as long as there's some deep pockets, and, and Monsanto is probably one of the the ones out there that has the deeper pockets along with the pharmaceutical companies, I mean, we're still going to have an issue, you know. It's it, but I think as consumers, we have a lot of we have a lot of um here, you know, a lot of say in all this. We have a lot of power, and I think cumulatively, we can really make some changes because nowadays you can go to Vons, you can go to Ralphs, you can go to Stater Brothers, you can go to some of the grocery stores or traditional grocery chains here. And now you're seeing organic, now you're seeing non-GMO, now you're seeing grass-fed, whereas before you had to go to, to Whole Foods or you had to go to Mother's Market or even now Trader Joe's is carrying some of those products and even like Sprouts. So mm-hmm. consumers really are we're becoming more educated and it's people like you that have amazing information and shows out there that are educating the, the consumer. And, you know, that's why I'm so passionate about going out and, and speaking and, and telling people, hey, wake up. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, this problem is not going to go away. You've got to be proactive in your health. You've got to be proactive. It's not the government's responsibility. It's your ability to respond to what's going on. Right. No, it's it, it's 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 so important. I'm glad you mentioned that because, one of the things that, uh, and I have been asking people, you know, what's your what's your burning question about health and fitness, and you know, to prepare for this show, and you know, one of the things that I learned from you that I'm so thankful for is that there's alternatives. You know, it's like when uh, I love pizza. Pizza is probably one of my my favorite foods, and I, as I started eating cleaner, anytime I you were talking about foods that make you feel bad, I remember one time after you and I had got together and, and started working on me. Um, I went and I was like, okay, I can have a piece of pizza. And I think I had two pieces of pizza. And I woke up in the middle of the night. My stomach was hurting. I was just like, oh, my God. 
and Barb, I said, let's, I said, let's make a healthy pizza. And we looked at, you know, we looked at all the ingredients that we could have on, on the plan that you gave me and we made a healthy pizza. And to this day, I kid you not, I still love my pizza, but I love her healthy pizza because she makes it with like turkey bacon and, and, uh, I can't remember what kind of cheese it is, but I mean, it's just, it's actually really, really love it. So talk to us about some ways that we can use um, like stevia instead of sugar. You know, talk to us about some ways we could still have the foods we love, but in a different way, in a more healthy way. Okay. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? I do have a food swap list that's on my website, so people can go onto my website, and I will, you know, we'll send them a food swap list. But it, it it's pretty easy, and that website is just premierhealthoc.com. Um, we'll be more than happy to send them a, a food swap list, like you were saying. Instead of, let's say, because um, we make pizza too, and instead of using like wheat flour, you can use coconut flour. Instead of using sugar, you can use stevia or you can use lohan. And these are all like plant-based um, herbs and, and that you can use. Instead of drinking milk, you can have coconut milk. So, and if, if people are not sensitive to, you know, to dairy, I said, okay, then choose grass-fed, um, grass-fed cheese. There's um, Kerrygold is an, a wonderful company, and so we use um, Kerrygold cheese when we use it. I mean, I, I'm sensitive to dairy, but sometimes my kids can have it. And so it's making choices like that. And instead of root beer, there's uh, a virgin's root beer that's sweetened with stevia. And instead of having hot chocolate, we make something with cacao and put a little bit of stevia in there. And instead of having milk chocolate, we have dark chocolate. So there's a lot of alternatives that are out there. And, and you know, having a 10-year-old, she goes, Mom, I want a hot dog. Okay, so I get her the, the grass-fed hot dogs that, you know, there's no hormones in there. And even my son, you know, I have a 16-year-old son, and he likes bacon. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm like, I either get him the turkey bacon or I, I find some grass-fed beef, you know, some grass-fed, um, some bacon from grass-fed cows. So we can still have the foods that we love. It's just like we made, um, my daughter wanted, she goes, I want some fries. So we made sweet potato fries, and instead of using, mm-hmm. you know, canola oil, we used um, coconut oil, and we fried it in coconut oil. And it was still as awesome, and they were eating foods that, weren't, that wasn't producing any inflammation, but most of the foods that we eat, over 90% of the foods that, are, you know, our members eat as well, they're anti-inflammatory, they're anti-aging, they're fat-burning, they enhance your immune system, and they taste good. So why wouldn't you want to, you know, eat that way and they give you incredible energy? So it, it, it's really easy. It's just people don't know. And once, you know, that's why, you know, I'm such a strong believer in like what you do, you know, to coach people because you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's so true. And I just got somebody Facebook message me because they're listening to the show and they're like, yeah, that's all great, guys. But, uh, you know, all that stuff is more expensive. And to to that, I say, listen, you can either spend a little bit more now and maybe cut back in other places in your life or, and correct me if I'm wrong, Dr. Linda, you can spend it later while you're sitting in a hospital or you're, you're going, you're paying doctor co-pays, you're paying uh, prescription medication because you're on statins and you're on all this other crap. 
I keep telling people that. It's like, you know what? Yes, it is a little bit more expensive, but if you're creative and you care about your family and yourself, you know, like you said earlier, when you, when you, and I know this for myself, I'm a high performing person. And when I don't feel good, my output sucks and my attitude tends to get a little bit negative. But when I, when I put good stuff in my body and I take care of myself, then I feel better Then I'm able to help more people. I'm able to do more stuff and be more excited and have more energy and do all those different things. So that's why I just tell you guys out there for the person that, that messaged me, yeah, you can either pay now or pay later, right? Exactly. And, you know, because I get that a lot with people that come in. And I always, for one, I say, well, it's your it's your mindset, it's your mentality. That's almost having like a lack mentality. And when, in the way you think in one area of your life, you're going to think in all other areas of your life. And when I look at health, it's like, like you're saying, this is a high-performance vehicle that we drive around all day long. And we got to treat it as such. And would you go out and spend, you know, if it's three ninety nine to put high octane fuel in your in your gas tank, and you find a gas station and it's two ninety nine, but there's there's rocks and there's mud in the fuel, and you put it in your car, what do you think is going to happen to your car? It's not going to drive effectively. And so, you know, you have to look at that. You're look at it as an investment. Yes, but mm-hmm. they always say it's more expensive. I'm saying, compared to what? Like you were mentioning, if if I'm going to eat something and I'm going to feel crappy, it's not only is it affecting me, it's affecting my kids, you know, my husband, the people that I meet with here in the office, potential business that I'm out, you know, I'm out speaking. So it's not just about looking at the monetary thing. It's about looking at, how else is this affecting my life? Although people don't complain about going to spend three to five bucks on a latte, you know, five or six times a week <laughs> at, you know, yeah. the coffee house, add that up times, you know, times four times 12, how much are you spending? Yeah, you know, a that's lot. spending. And, you, and, you know, you've got to look at it. It's like you're when you invest in something, you're getting something back. Spending on coffee that's, you know, it has mold in it and it has all this sugar that has all this, these chemicals. You're not getting anything back from that that's going to be good for your body and it's going to be for the, for the long run. Like I said, there's other alternatives out there, and you, you have to make a choice. You can still have both worlds, you know, look great and, and enjoy good food and, and still have some of those treats, but it's about swapping and about getting educated. And that's just the thing. People don't know. They don't know what they don't know. That's one of the mm-hmm. workshops we were doing at the end of the month. It's like, hey, you don't know what you don't know. And if you don't know, then how are you supposed to get any better? And there's a saying that people will do better when they know better. Mm-hmm. It's it's so true. I mean, it's I I was like that. I was like, ah, I'm fine. I, I've lasted all these years. I'm great. <laughs> you start getting a little bit older, and you start going, Wow, what what the hell is going on here? Um, and, and just for you guys out there just joining us, we're on the Kick-Ass Radio Show. We're talking with Dr. Linda Marquez uh, about health and fitness and about having the kick-ass attitude to take care of yourself and make the investment in yourself that, so you have a long and uh, awesome life and you're here for your kids and your kids' kids and everything. And we've already given out a bunch of free awesome advice, but uh, you are on here to share your five kick-ass tips. So, my dear, uh, give us kick-ass tip number one. All right. One that everybody can do out there, absolutely everyone, is get a good night's sleep get and get to bed by 10 o'clock because most people think that, you know what, I'm going to stay up in, in Facebook and I'm going to 
um, get all my work done, get my laundry done. The kids are now asleep. My husband's asleep. This is my time so I can get all my work done. Well, people don't realize that there's a time frame that certain areas are cleaning out. Your lungs are detoxing. Your pancreas cleaning out. Your um, your intestinal tract's cleaning. Your your liver. There's different organs in your body that are on a on a cycle in their cleaning house and they're rebuilding themselves and most of them are occurring at nighttime when you should be sleeping. So when you're not getting to bed, you know, you're not winding down by nine, getting to bed by ten o'clock, you're compromising that and you never really get the opportunity to get that time back. So I always encourage people, get to bed by and start winding down by nine o'clock, you know, turn off the electronics and um, you know, some things that I do is I try to make sure that three hours before bedtime is my last meal. So that's one thing you can do to start improving your sleep. Two, don't have a television or computer in your in your room. I said in your bedroom. Your bed your bedroom is is the S and S room. It's for you know for sleep and sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's all we should be for. You know. Um, and if you choose to watch a movie or you've got work to do on computer, get some of those orange glasses. You know, you can pick them up for 10 bucks on Amazon so that you can start deflecting some of those rays that's stimulating your brain and heightening your brain. I mean, that's something you can do. Um, other thing is you can stop your fluids, uh, you know, an hour before uh, meditating. That's another thing you can do is, you know, take some time to meditate, even if it's for just five minutes, um, to get a good night's sleep. Gratitude, sitting down and and writing in a gratitude journal, just things that you're thankful for. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, if you're married or, you know, if you have a partner, you just tell them, you know, before you go to bed, it's like, you know, honey, what is the one thing you were thankful for today in your life today? And and just sharing that and and preparing yourself for that good night's sleep and also making sure that, you know, it's pretty much pitch black, you know, in your, you know, in your bedroom and you don't have all the electronics hooked up in there. Go back to the old-fashioned alarm clocks to wake you up instead of your your phone or having your computer in there because your body is giving off, the computer and the phones are giving off um, EMFs, all these frequencies that are affecting your own body's frequency. So those are some things that, you know, you can start doing, you know, get to bed a little bit earlier and, 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 and start applying some of these principles, diffuse some lavender, um, I sometimes get in and get in an Epsom salt bath and and you know kind of wind down before you go to bed. Those are some fun, easy things that you, you know you can do to get a good night's sleep. Because when you're sleeping, your body's burning fat. When you exercise, you stimulate hormones to burn fat that are very active at night, and your immune system is being rebuilt at nighttime. It's kind of like that Disneyland effect, you know? Like Mm -hmm. the house is shiny clean first thing in the morning because the crew has been working all night to clean up. In essence, that's what's happening with our body too. You know, just if we if we think about Disneyland, you first thing you arrive, you're the first guest at eight in the morning. It's like, wow, this place looks amazing. It's spotless. That's what's going on with our body as well. Nighttime, the clean crew is out. The maintenance crew is out doing its job. <laughs> so that's one thing they can start doing is yeah, sleep is important, vital. 
It, it really is. And I, I used to be able to get a buy on like four or five hours sleep every night and be fine, wake up the next day and be jazzed. And then now as I've gotten older, I, I, I'm really realizing the importance of sleep. I've struggled. I didn't realize this until recently. I struggled uh, with uh, borderline insomnia for, for a large majority of my life. <clears throat> and recently I just I found a, a new concoction that helps me sleep. What are some good alternatives to help people sleep? I know I've got friends that are on all sorts of prescription stuff. I take um, uh, nutritional stuff. But what are some things that if there are people out there like me that are just the brain is wired and, and the body's tired, but the brain just won't shut up? What, I mean, we talked about meditation, but are there like, you know, uh, uh, melatonin or GABA or some of the other stuff? You talked about lavender. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm losing my voice. Um, what are some good healthy supplements if people need help going to sleep? Well, the number one reason that research <clears throat> finds it why it's really difficult for people to get into uh, um, to stay asleep through the night is inflammation, which is usually because of blood sugar issues. And so, just having stable blood sugar issues is huge because if you're waking up in the middle of the night and have all this energy, your body, what's going on is your body's not getting enough glucose and at that time, your adrenaline starts kicking in so it can get glucose to the brain and you get that shot of adrenaline that wakes you up so that you're not going to, you know, pretty much die. So some things that you can do, I mean, I like to use food as medicine, and I tell people at nighttime, if you feel, if you're having that problem, have a small, maybe have like a quarter of an apple with a little bit of like some cashew butter or almond butter, because you always want to have a little bit of fat to slow down the carb absorption. You can have a small piece of that, like maybe half an hour before you go to bed to help stabilize your your glucose levels and you're not going to get um, a huge inflammatory response while you're sleeping. That's one of the things that you can do. Some um, some of our practice members use... Um, Magnesium, like the CalMag, to to get some to get a good night's sleep as well. Um, that's another thing that you can do. And like I had mentioned earlier, um, Epsom salt baths, getting in there because basically what the magnesium is doing, it's dilating your blood vessels and it's resting your adrenal glands, and that's a huge indicator when people have. Um, you know, if they're having problems falling asleep or staying asleep, it's usually their adrenal glands. And that's what's wonderful about the magnesium, like I said, it dilates that, and it allows for um, good blood flow to circulate and help also help to reset the adrenals. So that's, like, really crucial. Those are some three easy things that people can do. And once again, um, and, and, and the meditation, you know, getting into that into that zone and and using that music to just just start um, winding down your brain. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> it's oh, that's super important. And and thank you for that. So uh, give us kick ass tip number two. Number two, something very and these are really simple things people can do mm-hmm. is is just is water. I mean, so many times people are just not drinking enough water, and there's but there's so many types of water out there and they're like, well, should I drink, you know, I fear that I'm not supposed to drink from the faucet and what do you think about mineral water? What do you think about kingdom water? And what about, you know, (laughs) all these different types of water? And I'm like, well, let's take a look at that for a second. 
I said, I use, um, I always prefer spring water because that's more in its natural state. We have, we also, I mean, we have um, uh, Kangen-type water here in our office. It's alkaline water, but we put the minerals back in it. And drinking water from a clean source, preferably not from a bottle, would be your best option because most of your body um, is made out of water, and a healthy cell will hold, will have more water inside of it than than outside of the cell. And so just having and, – and drinking coffee, and drinking eight cups of coffee a day doesn't count as water. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. You know, and, and you have to look at, too, the size of the person – it very the, the amount of water a person needs depends on the size of the person. It's like you're not going to give a 10-year-old eight glasses of water. So kind of what, what the guidelines we go by is is based on a person's weight. Whatever they, they let's say a person weighs 150 pounds. I'm like, okay, well, let's go for 75 ounces in water. Right, yeah, half your body you weight in ounces. Exactly. And if when you whenever you have a choice, I also encourage them, eat your water. And they're like, what, what do you mean eat my water? I'm like, eat your water. Ice cubes. What basically yeah, basically what that means <laughs> is you eat a lot of vegetables that are high in water content. You know, like um spinach, like cucumbers, very, very high in water content. Celery is high in water content, your green vegetables those are all high in water content. So the more of those that you that you eat, you really don't need as much uh, water as the, you know, 75 ounces if you're 150 pounds. So you want to make sure that you're eating a lot of your greens. And if you're an athlete, then you're probably going to be you're going to need to be hydrated more. If you're very a very sedentary person, then you're going to need more of like half your weight in ounces. So it just kind of depends on the individual, and that's one of the things that we do in our office to to test a person if the water is just going right through them, or if their body's actually utilizing the water. So that's really um, that's really something simple that everybody can do is just start drinking more water because a lot of the times we think that we're hungry, but we're just dehydrated and we go mm-hmm. for food, and really we're just dehydrated. So, uh, you know, and if you don't like water, I'm like, okay, then drink, um, we make infused water where I put a little bit of aloe vera and some cucumbers in there and squeeze some um, some lemon, put some juice in there and a little bit of stevia. And I'm, we're drinking that throughout the day. My kids even like that. My 10-year-old will drink that. So fall in love with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Drink more water. Your body's primarily made of water. No, it's... It's so true. I mean, I, I, you know me. I, I've always drank a lot of water, and, and it wasn't until, I guess, probably last year, I really, really started measuring it, and I realized I wasn't drinking half my body weight in water. And I've done some experiments where I felt like, okay, I feel a little bit mentally sluggish, and I'll look at how much water I've consumed during the day, and I realize that I am probably, probably a little bit uh, dehydrated. So I'll increase the water intake. And this is something that you could, you could probably back me up on. People sit there and say, well, I just drank two glasses of water. It's like, well, your body, like you said, your cells will absorb at only so much per hour, and half the rest of it's going to go outside of your body. But I tell them, you know, you just got to keep, just keep that intake going. And, and like, I have a 74 ounce jug that I set on my desk, and I'm 220 pounds, so I have to drink 110 ounces of water every day. And people are like, oh my god, 110 ounces of water? That's amazing. That's incredible. It's like, no, it's not actually that bad. Um, 
and it, you just you just really do feel a lot better. I've had people sit there say, "Oh, I've got a headache. I don't feel good, and I probably need to drink some more water." And um, you know, it's just it's just again, it's it, what are you going to put in your body now versus what are you going to put in your body later as far as <laughs> medications to help uh, fight off infections and stuff like that. Um, so you mentioned Kagan water, and and I have a sore spot with that with some of my friends on Facebook. I hope they're listening because they seem to think <laughs> that that is the cure all for every effing problem that's out there it's like oh i had a guy and i and i i, I appreciate his passion he ch- he says oh i could save your cat with kagan water you know alkaline water just feed your cat my cat was dying of cancer um how important is alkaline water you know that's a that's a really good question and you're right it's not the cure-all for everything just like you know i tell i tell people you have to look at there's more than one solution to to an issue and, and how to approach it. Yes, the kingdom water, the whole theory behind it is that when your body's alkaline, then it's really hard for cancer or for any disease to thrive on that. But you know what? Your environment can create an acidic environment. So even though you're drinking alkaline environment and you have a crappy attitude and you have all these EMFs flying to you and you have all these chemicals that are constantly being absorbed through your body, is that really going to help? Well, maybe a little bit, but you have to look at all these other factors. So I agree with you. It's not the cure-all. It's, yeah, it's one little, it's one little piece of the puzzle. There is not one thing that's going to really fix everything. It's, it's a combination of of various things. So, I mean, I, I agree with that. And, yes, if you choose to drink um, Kenyan water, it's to put the minerals back in there, you know, because, yes, you're supposed to alkalize your body, but you can also do that. Number one, I choose to alkalize my body with a lots, with lots of vegetables because green vegetables alkalize your body. And I had mentioned before, drink your water or eat your water when all, when all possible, meaning Eat as many raw vegetables as you can to get the water content from that. Mm, so true, so true. Give us kick-ass tip number three, my dear. Number three is our body was designed to move. You got to exercise, and and it's funny because people um they say yeah I exercise every day I walk an hour for a day I'm like honey that's not exercise. There's a difference between movement and exercise. Maybe for somebody that's three or 400 pounds, that might be exercise for them if they've been sitting on the couch and not, and not you know, doing much for years and years. That could be exercise for them. But people that maybe are, you know, they say they're moving all day. No, exercise, you know, I believe that our body, you know, it was created to move. It's like a car. You know, my car sat in the garage for, I don't know, for months, and it wasn't turned on or anything. The battery died. <laughs> the, the, the tires started to deflate. Some of the hoses started to crack. Why? Because the car was designed to be driven. It was designed to move. Our body was designed to move. It, it, it's our vehicle for life, and so you've got to move it. And it's like a, um, you know, it's like a Ferrari, a Ferrari is going to get you from point A to point B a lot quicker when you have the right high-octane fuel. And so when we look at um, exercise, there's function and there's exercise, or there's um, a movement, I should say, versus exercise. Movement is just going out walking, doing your daily thing. Exercise is going in there intentionally having 
an, uh, a visual outcome of what you're going to get done. Raise your heart rate up. Make sure that you're sweating or women, you're glowing. And <laughs> that's what's going to get you, your body to, um, and to start burning fat because walking, you're not going to burn fat. You might you're going to burn calories, but you're not raising your heart rate enough unless you're going uphill and you're walking fast, 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 and you do intervals and slow down, go fast, slow down. So with exercise, you know there there's so many different types of exercise, and you can do you know high reps, low reps. You can do Tabata. You can do Body by Science. You know you can do kettlebell. You can do CrossFit. There's so many different types of exercise, but the key is, you know, what I have found in all these years is I use a heart rate monitor, and I will gauge my heart rate and get it in a fat-burning zone for at least, um, you know, if I do that for at least 10 minutes with interval training, I easily can burn fat. And that's what we have our members to do is we, we start – making their body, um, we're stimulating their growth hormone so that they can burn fat. So exercise is vital, and, and just be intentional. Don't go in there and just think, I have a whole hour in the gym and you're, you're yapping on the phone. It's like go in there, take care of business, know what you're going to work out, know what your intention is, and sweat. You know, use a heart rate monitor to see you're, you're raising your heart rate up. And, you know, kind of the rule of thumb is is take 220 subtract it by um, um, your age, and then multiply it by, let's say, 83%. That is going to tell you what heart rate you want to you want to be at so that you start burning fat. If you want to do the most effective that I have found is doing the short burst training, and the way you figure out your heart rate for that, and, and I would encourage those who are out there, you know, check with your doctor before you can start doing this, but... I have found that this has been very effective for our members is 220 minus your age. That's the heart rate you want to shoot for for 20 seconds, and you go all out. You rest a little bit for 10, 15 seconds. You do it again for 20 seconds. It's pretty intense, and there's no way you can continue to do that for a whole hour. It's impossible. You'll be probably pushing maybe at the max 20 minutes. It's an amazing workout that – allows more oxygen to get into your lungs, your lungs to expand, you're getting oxygen going throughout all of your tissues in your body. And so, you know, everything's just turning on in your body and even your brain. So those are some fun ways that, um, you know, I tell people, get in there, take care of business, you know, put some good music on and, and get get going. And I know you you like to do that, right? Oh, absolutely! No, I I love all types of different exercise, and I think it's fun to to change it up every uh, every couple of six weeks and uh, and try different stuff. But yeah, you know, you got to push yourself. You got to push yourself. Uh, give us kick-ass tip number four and five. Are uh, we are we've been chit-chatting and uh, we're getting close to our time here. <laughs> I know. Well, number four, um, you know, we were talking about earlier. Really, it's foods to optimize your brain, your health, and your sex drive. I mean, really, I think. Um, for, for most of us here, it's just like you, you want to eat to, uh, I think, sustain life. And if you stick to it's really, really easy. I tell people it, it's simple. I don't need to write a huge plan out for you. It's if, you're, you, if you like to eat animal products, I said choose clean animal products without hormones. 
without um, antibiotics. You know, your chicken, your fish, your turkey, your beef, you can have that. You can have lamb, you can have bison, okay? Lots of vegetables. 70 to 80% of your, your food should be vegetables, and they should be raw vegetables, and they should be organic. EWG.org has this great website, um, a great website that tells you about the Clean 15 and the Dirty Dozen, and it tells you there um, which foods are highly sprayed, you want to make sure that you buy organic, like apples, like spinach, like berries. You want to make sure that you don't buy those um, and they're not organic. They have to be, you should buy those if they're organic. And there's certain fruits and vegetables that they don't necessarily have to be organic because they find that they're really not highly sprayed. And, you know, go organic and, and stick to lots of vegetables, maybe a couple servings of, you know, a fruit a day, the lower glycemic fruits like the apples, like the pears, um, avocados considered a fruit, so is lemon, berries. And then your clean fats, your healthy fats from um, seeds, primarily seeds and some nuts. I wouldn't, um, peanuts is not one because that's considered a legume and, and usually has a high mold content. And, um you know, those are some of the basics, and people are like, well, what about my carbs? And it's like, well, you can have sweet potatoes. You can have some of the non-gluten grains. You know, all this is going to get your body to perform at, like, just at optimal capacity. Your hormones will start to reset. Your sex drive goes up. You're, you start to burn fat. Your creativity starts to go up. Your mood goes up, and it's like, you know, when when you're in a good mood and you're putting in this high-octane fuel in your body, I mean, you start to feel confident, you start to feel unstoppable, you start to feel bold, you start to feel creative. You go out there and you just feel like, man, this is how I'm supposed to be, this is how I'm supposed to feel and love and, and, and love and live life passionately. And it just makes it so easy for you to go and live life effortlessly because, you know, sales and business and having relationships, it's an exchange of energy. And if your energy is low, then who's going to want to buddy up with you, you know? But if you have this high energy, they're like, man, I want what he has. I want what she has. So eating this way, that this is food that's going to, you know, it's going to optimize, like I said, your brain, your health, your sex drive, and you're going to make more money. Right. You're no, going to and, be just that person that's, hey, baby, I'm on fire. I, I want to know you. <laughs> it's so, you know, and Number so five true. is about training your brain, hon. And you and I are really, I think, um, in sync with this. You're, you know, it comes down to everything starts with a thought. And thoughts are powerful and words are spells. And everything starts, starts with a thought. If you start thinking negative thoughts, you start to speak them, then you start to act upon them, then they start to become your habits, and then they start to become your character, and then they lead to what you're destined for life. So it's about training your brain on a daily basis and being grateful, telling people you appreciate them, and learning to love yourself. You know, it's like you can't give away what you don't have. So you got to train your brain. And, you know, you put all this together with having a coach you know, like yourself, when you have a coach that's going to push you, is going to say, I've been down that road, let me teach you how it's done, because they don't, you don't see what you don't see, you don't know what you don't know. So you need somebody to guide you along along the way. You know, that's, you know, I have many coaches, and I use these principles, and then I have somebody I'm accountable to, because 
When you have somebody that you have to report to, guess what? You're probably going to do it. And it's just like any job. If, if you never reported to your boss, would you do all your work? Probably not. So, you know, those are some of the five easy things that we all can do. Fantastic information, my dear. Fantastic information. And if people want to get in touch with you and talk to you more about this, what's your contact information and how can they uh, continue the conversation, Dr. Linda? They can um, they can check us out on our website, um, Premier Health OC. That's um, Premier Health OC, like orangecounty.com, or they can go to drlindamarquez.com. You know, our, our contact is here at the office, 714-599-3339. But check us out on our website. We're on YouTube, and we'll be more than happy to send them out one of our e-books and our swap list that has some of the information we talked about earlier. Awesome, awesome. And for those of you guys that are driving, listening on your mobile device, uh, all this information will be available on the show page, thekickassradioshow.com. Go there. You can find all of Dr. Linda's information. And uh, just really seriously, guys, take, take, this, uh, take this to heart because you only get one life. You only get one body. You only get one mind. And trust me, I've seen lots of people who have ended up in hospital beds and doctor's offices with regrets and, oh, Chris, I wish I would have done that. I know, you know, and don't live your life like that. You know, yeah, it takes sacrifice. Yeah, you have to have a commitment. Yeah, you have to, you know, do stuff that maybe, oh, I got to get off my ass. But at the end of the day, do you want to die when you're 55 years old or, or get diabetes and get, you know, an amputation or get cancer? You know, again, you know, doing all this stuff isn't going to guarantee that you're not, but I promise you it's going to guarantee that you're going to be in a hell of a lot better spot than if you don't. And um, trust me, I've seen a lot of people that have, that have uh, had those, uh, those regrets. So don't live in regret and get in touch with Dr. Linda. All that information, again, is on the, uh, the kickassradioshow.com page. And uh, coming up next week, we have uh, another friend of mine, Hank Uloff. He's going to be on here. We're going to be talking about marketing. So I uh, encourage you guys to tune in then. Dr. Linda, thank you so much, sweetheart, for being on the Kickass Radio Show. You rock. I love you. And uh, for all my listeners out there, thank you guys for being here. I, I, you, I wouldn't be here without you. So uh, thank you so much. And until next week, you guys all have a kick-ass week. You too. Thanks, my friends.